This is KBLA Talk 1580. Our phone number 1-800-920-1580, 1-800-920-1580. And you are listening to You've Got to Be Hungry with the motivator, Les Brown. I'm Tavis Smiley, your moderator in this hour. Uh, Les Brown will come up in just a second here. Uh, in case you uh, missed last week's uh, master classes taught by Les Brown, uh, on Thursday, Wednesday in fact, on Wednesday, his very first day, uh, of his radio residency for the entire month of February. In case you, again, are unaware of this, Les Brown uh, is on KBLA for the entire month of February with his uh, month-long radio residency every day at 11 a.m. He takes over this hour of our program. And if you miss him at 11 a.m. or any part of the 11 a.m., you can catch him on your way home at 6 p.m. for the encore of You've Got to Be Hungry with Les Brown. So last Wednesday on February the 1st, uh, he kicked off his month-long radio residency on this station with a master class entitled It's Possible. It's Possible. On Thursday last week, he um, teed up It's Necessary. It's Necessary. And so we uh, worked through those two things last week. It's Possible and It's Necessary. Today's theme, It's You. That is today's theme, It's You. Les has a special guest who will join him uh, a little bit later in today's program. But uh, let me now pass the microphone uh, to the gentleman from Liberty City, Florida, uh, known as the motivator, Les Brown, for today's episode of You've Got to Be Hungry with Les Brown. Uh, Again, today's theme is It's You. Les Brown, how are you doing today, sir? I'm great, and so are you. It's always a treat with great people meet up in here, up in here. <laughs> <laughs> the microphone's all yours, sir. Take it away. Well, thank you so much. You know, I, I'm so excited about our sharing this time together. We're, we're celebrating our genius and our greatness this month and this time that we're doing. And what I, I want people to focus on, it's you. When you look at your life, look at where you are. Regardless of what you've experienced, regardless of what you've gone through, that if you want to get to a different place, it's you. Nobody's coming. It's you. Superman can't even show up because they've eliminated telephone booths, and he's not going to get arrested for (laughs) indecent exposure trying to change his clothes without being in a telephone booth. It's you. You're in this place where George Washington Carver said that you must do what you can where you are with what you have. It's you. I was talking to my special guest who's going to be later on in this conversation, and her mother's name was Marlboro Poole, and I said, what did you admire most about your mother? And she said she was strong. And as we look at the people that are suffering now, people that are giving up, people that feel hopeless and powerless, they don't realize the words that were spoken in Lion King. Simba, you're more than that which you have become. We are stronger than that which we have become. But most of us give up our power to our circumstances, to the situations that we experience. And I want to ask you a question. What are you looking at? I remember a song years ago by the Dramatics, and they said, what you see is what you get. And Flip Wilson used to always say that as well. And I'm saying you want to look at and focus on things that will strengthen you, things that will empower you, things that will activate your faith and let you know that you're greater than your circumstances. You are greater than anything that you've gone through or going through right now. And life does not accept excuses. Life is always looking for results. It's you. Take ownership of your life. It's you. I've got this thing. If life knocks you down, try and land on your back. Because if you can look up, 
if you can get up, it's you. And it's your time to get up from life if you're down. Talk to me, my brother. Today's theme is <laughs> It's You, just getting started in uh, this hour of You Gotta Be Hungry with Les Brown. Again, uh, Les has a special guest when we come forward. Uh, we will do that in just a moment. Uh, but again, uh, Les Brown on day three of his radio residency. And you're listening to him live right now on KBLA Talk 1580. You're listening to You've Got to Be Hungry with Les Brown, the motivator. Um, we are on day three of his month-long radio residency exclusively here on KBLA Talk 1580. Uh, his first master class last week was entitled It's Possible. Uh, the second master class last week was called It's Necessary. And today's master class being taught by the motivator Les Brown is entitled It's You. Les Brown, it's you, sir. Thank you very kindly. We're we're celebrating our greatness and our genius over the next few weeks, and I have a special guest. Her name is Venetia Poole Watson. And hello, how are you? I'm doing good. Huh? Give me some more energy. How are you doing? I'm doing amazing. Fantastic. I wanted you to share with me your background and and who you are and where you are right now and why there are so many people that's excited about you when they go online and find out what it is that you've done with your life and where you started from and where you are right now. Sure. My name is Benicia Poole Watson, and I currently own a federally chartered bank. It is a nationwide bank. I fund residential and commercial real estate up to $650 million. Um, I help everybody, but I have a a goal to inspire the minority community and empower them to own assets through real estate. What was the defining moment? Give me your background. You started out where you, you have this mindset, and I asked you about your mother, and you said, I'm going to give you, but you said something else, and that was settled. Yeah, so I grew up in South Central Los Angeles. I was a latchkey kid, had to let myself in. Um, as I was growing up, my mother was a hardworking nurse. She was an immigrant. She came to the United States when she was 24. And her goal was just to give her children the American dream. So she worked hard. She was very dedicated. She was honest. She was a follow-through. She did everything that a woman would want to aspire to be, a young woman would want to aspire to be. So as I grew older, I realized that I had those same traits that my mother instilled in me and, and displayed within herself. And um, that just motivated me to just want to be something in life that was better and more. Wow. I mean, I had so many challenges in life. Um, I, you know, I struggled as a child growing up in, 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 in the urban community, inner city. I had to deal with a lot of things. I saw a lot of things that probably children shouldn't see, a lot of drugs a lot of gang violence, um, things that were, you know, challenging, tr just trying to get home from school every day, crossing through all kind of different, it's like walking through a landmine, landmine almost. Um, but at the end of the day, when I came home, I was in a safe place, a safe place and a safe space. So that helped me know what love truly was. I knew that your mother's been a major influence in your life, but what was the breakthrough for you to get into the banking area, to have your own bank, and how much revenue that, that you have in control? Yeah. So getting into banking, I started in real estate. I bought my first home when I was 19 years old. Mm -hmm. And from that home, I've acquired rental properties. I did not want to rent, so I always would travel 
with my job. They would move me place to place. And I started to acquire more properties. And by the time I was 26, I was a landlord of over 20 properties across mm-hmm. the United States. And essentially, I ended up fast-forwarding, got, getting into real estate as a sales professional. I got a license. And I had an opportunity where someone said, wow, you sold so many houses. You've gotten all these accolades in real estate. I sold over 400 houses a year at this point. Whoa. Yeah, it was just craziness. And um, he offered me an opportunity to own a bank. And he became like an angel mentor for me and it got me into position. Within two weeks, I was up and running as a federally chartered bank. Your mindset is that you are an example, not an exception, what's possible for all of us. So what would you, if you had to identify three things that's important for a person to get a breakthrough in their lives, to, to do something that's in their heart and to live a life that will outlive them, what would be number one? And number one for a breakthrough is to believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. The message is for you. The call, the conference call, it wasn't for everybody. It, wasn't a, it was a direct call to you. Yeah. So you have to know that what you're trying to do is worth it and mm-hmm. to follow through with it, not to stop. The second thing I would say is to get knowledgeable in the space that you want to grow in. Um, nothing's going to happen overnight. So you have to dedicate time and effort and energy to putting in the work into the things that you want to achieve. Once you master it, now you can educate another person. And the third thing that I would say is to just know your worth. You know, believe in yourself that you can achieve those things. We have to plant the seed in ourselves. It starts with our mindset. So if you you change your mindset, then you can elevate. Something I love you saying Come on, talk to about yeah, that. You have to believe in yourself. We all know that there are different tables that we can sit at. You have to believe that you should be at the table. And sometimes you need to create your own table. And you have to be, you know, have enough courage to do that. Fear has to be in the background. You have to lead with dedication. But there's something you Going back to my mom, oh, my gosh, she always taught me. I was a teen mom. I was pregnant at the age of 19 years old. And, you know, she still encouraged me to continue on with my education. And had she not done that, I probably would have been like the majority of the average person who says, oh, well, you know, I can't do X, Y, Z because I have a baby. No, this baby is going to elevate me to want to do more because now I have someone that I'm responsible for. So you have to always go further. You never settle. You never put yourself on the back burner. You always think higher. Let me ask you, what is at this place where you are? I'm thinking about Leo Tolstoy. He says, I face inevitable death. What is the meaning and purpose of my life that will not be undone or destroyed when I'm gone? With the time that you have left on the planet and you're very young, I got quotes a little bit you. (laughs) (laughs) What's something major that you want to do with your life if you're traveling and speaking all over the country and around the world? To leave an impact. If I can can give someone a message and they take it back to their tribe and they change someone else's trajectory. I can change someone's trajectory. They can change someone else's trajectory. That's the whole goal of communication and conversation and inspiration and elevation. It's not, it doesn't just stop with me. What I have inside of me should be poured into other people. And that way it's leaving an impact. So when I'm long gone, 
they know, oh, okay, this is where the foundation started. This is where it came from. In your pursuit of owning your own bank, you had to have some pushback, some resistance from someplace. What has been the biggest setback that you had to overcome? The biggest setback that I've had to overcome in banking, um, you know, getting into the mindset of those who don't believe that they can do it. There's so many people that they've never seen a black woman be in this space. They think, oh, it must be a group of guys behind it or, you know, stuff like that. Um, it doesn't really bother me at all. But those are the setbacks and the challenges that I face when you walk in the room and they think you're an employee. They don't think that you're the owner of the company. Yeah. yeah. They think you need to go get the cool. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, okay. We're gonna get we're gonna get candid on the conversation. So yes, I do have to check them, but I do it in a professional way. You know, yeah. always. You know. Oh yeah. Okay. So um, you know, they just think that. There's, it's impossible. There's no way. Oh, you don't look the part. Oh, you're having a baseball hat. Or you're doing jeans. It can't be. Or you're too young. It can't be. So, you know, I always make sure. I did have someone who kind of challenged me and said, oh, you're in real estate. Yeah, I do own a real estate brokerage. That's a part of me. But that's, that, that has nothing to do with where I am today. So I just educate and give more of um I just kind of ensure that the miscommunication is not there versus trying to check them, check them. Because I can go there. I'm not going to go there, though. <laughs> oh, I can go there. <laughs> but I don't. <laughs> so if you're looking at the condition of where people are right now, a lot of people are going through bankruptcy. A lot of people have given up. A lot of people feel with anxiety and hopelessness. A lot of people are not able to get a good night. Yeah. How is it that you're able to find peace and faith and joy yeah. in the midst of all of this? Well, when it comes to a lot of challenges we have in our community, we have the foreclosure, we have the credit issue. Um, we also have that 50% of our applications that we apply for, for land, ownership of homes, commercial real estate, they're denied. So you also, not just the people who actually are qualifiable, the, they're also the people who, you know, need. They have challenges in their in their in their financial fingerprint that they need to take care of. Um, education is a part of getting to your next step, and a lot of yeah, times. Yeah, but I'm talking about the emotionally draining things to be where you are to accomplish what you have accomplished, to maintain it, and to get the best out of the people on your team, because there's always something. As Dimple said. I have people that are looking up to me. I have to keep these people motivated. I have to show them, hey, if I can do it, I know you can do it. So, yeah, I'm definitely, I reach back to all of my employees. I communicate with them all the time. I'm always empowering and inspiring. How can I help you? Well, I just called a loan officer that hasn't closed the deal yet. I'm like, hey, what's going on? Do you need anything? Just letting them know that I'm not just at the top looking down. I'm actually here in the trenches with you. 
And I, I served in the military for nine years. I was in the Air Force. And you never, you never leave anybody behind. If you guys are running together, if the last one's all the way in the back, the first one is going to run all the way to the back, and he's going to run with that last person to help him catch up. And we'll all end up going back. So we never, there's no man left behind. So this this ship can never sink because we're we're going to always go together and grow together. You know, this is about what we are right now dealing with and moving forward because we have to have that philosophy, no man or woman left behind. And, and give that illustration again when you're running together. Yeah. So we're all a formation. We're running down, you know, we're, we're doing our chance, right? Your team. And let's just say one guy he, or a girl, she just gets a little weak. So yeah. she's lagging behind. That first person who's ahead, that fastest runner, you're the fastest one in the group. But guess what? As a leader, you've got to go back and reach back. you got to bring everybody up with you. We're not going to leave anybody in the back now. So that first man will run to the back. He'll run with that slowest person, even if we have to help that person, carry that person. If we have to all team together and hold that person, we're going to get across the finish line together. You know what KBL is all about. That, that we don't want to leave anybody behind. And if we have to go back and get somebody, so come on. They said that Harriet Tubman said she could have saved more people from slavery if she, when she went back and was able to convince many people that they were slaves and they didn't believe it. Yeah. But that didn't stop her from going back, trying to get some more. Yeah. Listen. We appreciate your being here. Tell people how they can get in touch with you, what it is that you're doing, the major issues that you're facing right now that you want people to become a part of your team. Yes, absolutely. You can go to my website. It is my first and last name, BenishaPoolWatson.com. Or you can sure, B as in boy, E-N-A-I, S as in Sam, H-A, and then Poole, P-O-O-L-E, Watson, W-A-T as in Tom, S-O-N, dot com. And you'll find all my brands on that website. Okay, I'm going to be Denisha May. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, let me, just, let me share this with you. This is your time. This is your moment. And how old are you? I'm 40. You're 40? Oh, my how can people help to participate and support you in that? Yeah, so I'm a nationwide bank. 2023, late 2023, I will be FDIC insured, offering checking and savings accounts. So you'll be able to open an account for a dollar but I'm in beta testing, so that's coming. But right now, currently, I can support anyone who's looking to scale in ownership. So that's commercial, residential. If you want to build a hotel, if you want to build a new development, if you want to cash out refinance of your home, we didn't even talk about that because a lot of people are sitting on equity and they can access that capital and buy more assets. And that's how you build generational wealth. There's so many ways that people can be empowered through ownership, but essentially, Home ownership is, is the goal for my for my platform. I'm Tavis Smiley. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. Uh, this is You've Got to Be Hungry with Les Brown. We apologize for that audio. Um, I was saying to my team, it could have been worse. You could have uh, not heard her and heard Les. With all due respect, we wanted you to hear her. Uh, so we apologize for the for the, uh, for the the uh, 
technology uh, that didn't serve us well with regard to you hearing Les's questions, but you heard all of her answers. Uh, her name again is uh, Benisha Poole Watson, B-E-N-A-I-S-H-A, Poole, P-O-O-L-E, Watson, uh, 40 years old and the owner of an FDI, uh, FDIC-insured bank, uh, one of the top real estate brokers in the nation. Um, I think Les's point is made uh, loud and clear that it's you. If you decide um, that you want to be uh, the one who controls your own fate, uh, to be the master of your own fate, you can do that. Les and I uh, will continue this conversation when we come forward after news, traffic, and sports. You're listening to KBLA Talk 15. You've got to be hungry with Les Brown. Uh, the motivator continues his month-long radio residency here on KBLA Talk 1580. I'm uh, Tavis Smiley. Glad to have you in with us uh, as the moderator of Les's program every day during uh, the month of February. So, Les, um, I'm not going to call that an epic fail because we could hear her loud and clear everything she had to say. We could not hear you at all. Uh, sometimes technology fails us. I apologize already to the audience for the horrible sound of that um, uh, um, uh, the, the horrible sound of the of the of the quality of the of the connection. So apologies again on that. Uh, but uh, fortunately for the audience, um, she pretty much repeated your questions and and uh, gave her answers. And so we have a better understanding of what she has accomplished on this day. When your focus is it's you. Why did you want to have uh, Benicia Poole Watson as a guest in this hour? Because we're celebrating not just Black History, but we are. Elevating, and this is what KBLA is all about, elevating our thinking so that we can celebrate our genius and our greatness. This young sister, 40 years old, she can provide funding up to $650 million. Come on now. That speaks for itself. You know, people looking at, show me the beef. Well, we got something up in here, $650 million. But here's something else that's very important. It's not what we leave for our children, it's what we leave in our children. Mm. Her mother her mother taught her some things. She taught her the value of being strong, and her mother taught her the value of being dedicated to doing things that you master and do it well, and being smart, how you can navigate any kind of situation wherever you are. And that's what we're doing with KBLA, for those of you that are just tuning in. We want to be able to have the flexibility and versatility to teach our children how to navigate their lives, how to begin to take control of their lives beyond the culture where, where people are programming us to be entertainers, basketball players, or, or rappers. And there's nothing wrong with that, but to begin to understand that we can operate in so many other areas. And something else she learned from my mother and that you get from her, and that is Honesty mm. is something that I really believe. If we focus on character development, we look at people, athletes, entertainers who earn millions and they lose millions, people who win the lottery and the majority of them, they lose it. And there's something that T.D. Jake said that I believe very strongly. He said, Lord, don't let my talents take me where my character can't keep me. Mm. And so her mother developed a strong character in her. And as those that are listening right now, and our children are watching us, our children are listening to us, we have a responsibility to hold ourselves to a higher standard because we are in the process of not just reading history, but making history. You, those of you that are listening, you are a potential history maker, and you are in a position now to build a legacy by being strong, being dedicated and committed, 
building strong families, being smart, being versatile and flexible and adaptable to be able to deal with all of the things that are coming our way as people are intimidated by chat, the GPT, that we look at that and say the G stands for growth, the P stands for passion, and the T stands for tenacity, not Tavis, but tenacity <laughs> to be unstable and to be unstoppable in the things that we pursue. And so and when we are honest with our relationships and giving each other feedback that will elevate us and going to that next level, because you can't make it without positive relationships, collaborative, achievement-driven, supportive relationships. And what we are committed to at KBLA is to create a community of empowerment, a community where we are helping each other. There's a saying, help somebody and help yourself. Because what you give is what you get. And the other thing I believe from her that is major at this point in time, we have to be driven. Mm. We have to understand what Socrates said. He says the man's reach is to supersede his grasp. We have to be driven, always raising the bar higher on ourselves. Why is that important? Because in order to do something you've never done, you've got to become someone you've never been. So growth is continuous. You can always better your best, pushing yourself, challenging challenging yourself to do what you know, not what you feel. Sometimes we don't feel like it, and mm-hmm. that's understandable. We're human, but we got to do what we know. And I strongly believe, and I've said again and again and again, we were born and preserved for such a time as this. This is our time. And when we elevate our thinking and listening to things that will not just entertain us, but things, words, conversations, interviews with the people that you bring on KBLA that will elevate our thinking beyond the culture and give us a vision of ourselves in the future and allow us to learn methods and techniques and strategies we can implement right now that will give us major breakthroughs in every dimension of our lives personally family-wise, financially, and help us to begin to build a legacy that will live on after we are out of here. There are a number of things you've said already, Les, that I want to um, interrogate uh, in just a second here. Uh, let me rem- uh, share with the audience uh, something we promised last week, and uh, we have delivered on our promise. If you go to our website, KBLA 1580, right now, KBLA 1580, you will see uh, a, a button, an icon on the homepage that says Ask Less. You can't miss it. Uh, there's a button on our homepage that says Ask Less, and as we promised last week, in the days and weeks to come, uh, as uh, Les continues his radio residency here all the way through the 28th of February, every day this month, weekdays that is, um, you can ask Les questions. So if you want to ask Les a particular question, uh, want him to address a partic- uh, particular topic, anything you want to communicate with Les Brown, if you go to our website, KBLA 1580, uh, on the homepage, you will see an Ask Less button. Uh, hit that icon, and uh, you can uh, very simply and very easily send us uh, your thoughts, your questions, your con- uh, your your issues that you uh, would like to hear less address in this master class for the rest of this month. You can also go to our app and click on the open mic feature and record a question for Les, and we will take your question and play it on the air and get Les to respond. So two ways to get to Les Brown and to be a part interactively of this master class for the rest of this month. Go to the app and use the open mic feature and record a question. Send it to us. We'll play it. Or go to our website, KBLA1580. Uh, hit on, uh, click on the Ask Les icon 
and you can type your question and send it to us, and we will get your questions to Les Brown um, starting tomorrow and in the days ahead uh, for the rest of this month as he continues this master class, uh, this radio residency entitled You've Got to Be Hungry. That said, Les, there are a couple of things you mentioned a moment ago that I want to get you to unpack for us as we move forward here in the remaining, remaining uh, moments that we have in this class in this hour. Um, you said earlier in conversation with Benicia Poole Watson uh, that too often too many of us give up power to our circumstances. We give up power to our circumstances. I think we get what you mean by that, but talk to us about how we can change our behavior, change our mindset, um, change the way we approach these circumstances so that we don't end up surrendering our power to our situations. You have to make a conscious, deliberate, determined choice to do what Benicia said. Don't settle. I'm encouraging everybody. Go to I Am Hungry Less Brown. I Am Hungry Less Brown. Because what they'll find there, a full motivational speech called It's Possible, It's Necessary, It's You, what we're talking about now. And as they listen to that over and over again, what it will do is begin to reprogram ourselves. We've been indoctrinated, not educated, and the commitment of KBLA each time that you listen, the time that you spend here, is that you're going to be introduced to a part of yourself that you can't go to by yourself. Mm. There's your answer to that question. Much more for Les Brown when we come forward. You're listening to You've Got to Be Hungry with Les Brown exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. Les Brown, there were three words you raised earlier in this conversation uh, and more expressly in your dialogue with Benicia Poole Watson earlier in this hour. This young 40-year-old black woman who owns an FDIC-insured bank, uh, sells over 400 properties per year, uh, and can finance people up to $650 million. She's done quite well as a black woman, uh, obviously at such a young age. And um, there were three things that came out of that conversation that you teed up a moment ago that I want to get you to sort of unpack uh, as you see it, uh, given uh, what you've done so well for all these years, uh, helping the rest of us uh, to make better choices and live better lives. I want to take them in reverse order, watching the time we have on the clock here. The last one was driven. Um, to your mind, as we try to elevate in the year 2023 and beyond and take advantage uh, of the advice that you're offering us, how do we distinguish between being driven and being an opportunist. Nothing wrong with being driven to achieve. And yet you don't want to be seen or viewed by people as you elevate yourself as an opportunist. What's the distinction between the two, being driven and being an opportunist? Well, when you're driven for something that's in your heart, something that gives your life a sense of value, something that can create value and impact in other people's lives, there's nothing wrong with that. Now, we know the world is full of all kinds of people. And, and there are some people that's going to judge you. And I strongly believe that what people think about you is not to be a spiritual business. Do what you are called to do. And if we just did that, I believe that all of us are here because there's something in us. We were chosen out of 400 million sperm. There's something in you, Tavis, this radio station, the programming that's designed to elevate the thinking of people, the work that Benicia is doing, she's now providing funding for up to $650 million. And there are people who are homeless, who are giving up and surrendering to life. But the two of you said, no, uh-uh, there's another way. I'm going to take another choice. We make decisions, and our decisions make us. And all of that, it's available to each one of us. 
Life happens to all of us. It doesn't matter what happens to you. What matters most is what you do with it. And this is why this programming, what you're providing, is so important to all of us right now. Because most people go through life, and I was among them, being a volunteer victim. Mm. Um, Les, uh, you you're got off mic a little bit. I, I know, and this is uh, the problem of this hour. Uh, Les is at a conference. Uh, and uh, we've uh, tried to patch him in from this conference uh, with his guest, and Miles is talking to him now to get him back on uh, uh, on mic, uh, as we say around here, so we can hear him a little better. I, I'm sure you heard what he had to say, but I want to make sure that he's loud and clear for you. Um, so we talked about uh, being driven, uh, and the other, the second word of the three that you raised, I want to come back to right quick, is this notion of honesty. Um, I, I, I raised that because it seems like a simple enough principle that in your dealings and engagements with others as you elevate your game this year, um, that you should be honest. It seems simple enough, but sometimes, as my grandmother Big Mama used to say, it's just too much like right. It's just too much like right. Talk to me about the value, as you see it, of us being honest in our engagements with others. You know, our jails and the cemetery is full of people who made short-term decisions that had long-term consequences. Mm -hmm. This is a time that we want to hold ourselves to a higher standard, Mm. to to be honest, to do as we're going to say that we're going to do, to be reliable, and that people can count on it. One of the things she told me about her mother, she said that Marlboro Poole, if she told you something, you could take it to the bank. Mm. And we want relationships like that today. When I talk to you, what I know is that you're a person of substance. What I know is that if you say something, you're going to deliver. You're going to come through. And I love that about you. And as we look at ourselves, we want to build relationships with people like that. I would not put my name and reputation on any and everybody. But when I put my name and reputation with you, I got the Midas touch because I don't touch everything. Come on, somebody. Our many moments with Les Brown when we come forward and we'll talk about character, the importance of developing the right kind of character this year. You're listening to You've Got to Be Hungry with Les Brown on KBLA Talk 1580. We've got about three and a half minutes left in conversation in this hour. You're listening to You've Got to Be Hungry with Les Brown exclusively all month long on KBLA Talk 1580. This is uh, perhaps the best place to close this conversation less uh, in today's session, um, talking about character. Um, I don't know that we could ever say enough about character. And let's just be clear, none of us are human and divine. Uh, we're just human. We make mistakes in life. But um, if there's anything that we ought to be investing in, uh, it's in um, upgrading our character. I, I go back to your very first master class, and you talked about uh, how little we spend in personal development. Um, we spend, as Americans, money doing a little bit of everything, but there's so little money spent on reading and on materials and on the kinds of things that need to be done uh, to develop us. Um, so, so, again, very little spent on personal development. But at the center of personal development seems to me uh, to be the issue of building, of growing, of in, of improving your character. I thought we'd close on that note today with the three minutes we have left. Take it away, Les Brown. Um, thank you. You know, years ago, I remember being in the movie theater, and it was a Spike Lee movie, and you remember it. The title of it was Do the Right Thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do the right thing. We're here 
because some people did the right thing. It wasn't popular, but they did the right thing. It was challenging. It was risky, but they did the right thing. It was not easy. It was, in fact, hard, but they did the right thing. And I think that there's a higher calling for us right now when we look at where we are. Uh, look at many of these politicians who are not just trying to rewrite history. They want to revisit history mm. as if we're not here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know what we said? Don't come over here. Mm-hmm. As Venetia said, don't you come over here. Because we're taking a stand with our lives, and this is what KBLA is about. Take a stand with your life. Live a life that's worth dying for. Most people, when they die, after two or three weeks, the stories about them are gone. They're having GoFundMes to bury people who have been living a mediocre life. And so when you live a character-building life, when you live and do what's in your heart and hold yourself to a high standard, surround yourself with accountability partners, people who have people in their lives that hold them to a higher standard, have a 41% increased chance of doing the right thing because you have people that are checking you. You have people who are telling you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. It's great advice um, to be about the business of uh, building uh, a, a, uh, a life uh, in which you are willing to be held accountable by these partners. I love that advice. Get some accountability partners around you, says Les Brown, and be about uh, – uh, a character-building life, a character-building life. Uh, I love it. That's today's session of uh, you got to Be Hungry with Les Brown. Uh, today's theme was called It's You. It's you. Indeed, it is you. Sorry once again for the technical issues we had. Uh, Les was on uh, location today at a conference tomorrow. He'll be back uh, in his regular studio, and we'll hear him loud and clear on tomorrow's episode of you got to Be Hungry with Les Brown. For now, thanks for tuning in. Uh, I'm Tavis Smiley, and as always... Keep the faith.